0: Let's get started. I'm Joe. I'm Brian. And we are Where's the Rulebook Podcast. We're going to bring you a weekly board game podcast for your lunch break, daily commute, or any other time of the day. For season two, we are changing the format. Instead of focusing on one game and going over the rules to play it, we will have a theme or specific game. We'll discuss our opinions, any cool features, some rulings, and any other thoughts that may come up. And because of popular demand throughout last season, we're going to start ranking the games that we talk about. But we have created a custom scale. We didn't want to do a 1 to 10 or anything. So we have our highest being leave it on the table to the lowest being a hard pass. But we'll go over all five options Uh, every week we talk about them. Welcome back. And like we said last week, uh, no question for us to answer because that was literally our whole episode. So thank you for responding with your favorite game types. And today we're back to the original, you know, talking about a game and... What we think about it and what you should think about it. We're just going to tell you what to think. And we have a game from a developer who we've been playing a lot of their game. I guess a game a lot, (laughs) I should say. Uh, We have a Roxley game on the table today. This was one that's a fairly new one from Roxley. It was something that was kickstarted and was uh, passed out 2021. So uh, just fairly recently. Not the newest game that we've talked about this season, but uh, we are going to talk about Radlands, which is a two-player only card game, survival, attacking, fighting each other's camps, all trying to use and preserve water, I guess. Water is like the big resource in this game, which it's Mad Max, the card game. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. But yeah, super uh, interesting game. Uh, we have the super deluxe, I believe, is the one that we have in front of us. So it came with the two game mats, which they call hazmats, which I felt like is interesting. And then it, everything else is pretty much the same from, from any of the other ones. Uh, my box technically includes the game mats in it, and the other boxes don't include that. But well, you also have the special tokens, which is only in the deluxe it's not in the, retail. the retail. Oh, yeah, the yeah the deluxe or the super deluxe has the plastic, they call them heavy backgammon style tokens, which I felt like was a weird way to say them. I, it, it actually describes them perfectly. I just couldn't think of a better way to say it. just weird that they said backgammon because I was like, who plays backgammon still? The game doesn't have a lot in it. I mean, really, there's when you open the box up, it's a super small box. And yeah, you, the actual the actual box for the game, like you'll see in a retail, is what a car, local card inch game and a one. half by three inches by maybe like it's six or seven inches. Smaller than a Magic the Gathering fat pack. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep, for sure. So it's a small box. There's two decks in there. There's a camp deck and then a player deck i guess technically a person deck um and then there's the tokens the water tokens that's it and the rule book technically i guess and i guess a cheat sheet yeah each each player gets a cheat sheet and then there's a few cards that each player gets no matter what also a water silo and an event called the raiders uh so those are like double-sided differently so they stand out so they don't get shuffled But I guess I just said shuffles. Let's just talk about how amazing these cards are. (laughs) Okay, so the one thing, and I've commented on this thing three times today. These cards are some of the best feeling game cards I've ever played with. They are any game. They are the best feeling game cards I've ever played with. Like not they like some of them. This is quality. When I first got it, I instantly started putting them in sleeves because that's just what I do. And then they didn't fit in the box. I'm like, really? Like they didn't <laughs> let you put sleeves in it? And then I like took them out and I was like, oh, these actually don't I, even need or want sleeves. Like no, these are the amazing. Sleeves. This is very rare, but these are. They they say they're they're not tear. What's the wording they use? They're almost tear proof. Like, almost indestructible, I believe is what they <laughs> is what they say online. They're like a. Plasticky, like uh, it's so the weird. kickstarter i think cl- called them like a pvc it feels like card it. yeah so it's like a really thin plastic that's it's, it's amazing printed directly on I, they're I, not. it's not stickers or anything they're sub sublented i on i love it because it's printing folks because we, we you accidentally when we were playing i found some water on the card it just beads off yeah <laughs> they're just they feel great they're amazing they shuffle great. Um, I didn't realize that uh, one of the developers actually used to do game development for Magic: The Gathering. Makes apparently, sense. game's really very good with synergy. Yeah, the theme like so we're like in this post is it apocalypse? I guess it technically. It's Mad Max. Yeah, well. it's Mad. The whole Mad thing Max. is Mad Max. It's Scream. Yeah, at. post-apocalypse group of survivors, but like. All the cards are themed so well, and, like, the names and the pictures and what they do all make sense, and, like, just really fun. And the art, the art is everywhere. Yeah. It's, I mean, look at the back of the box inside the lid and like even like the yeah the retail box like you like oh those deck boxes cuz like the boxes are even like fully art and the inside but you can't even pull them out so like you don't even get to see the how amazing the art is it just is there and you have to like imagine it being good and it's not true for the the people in the game cuz we'll talk about that but the camps are all unique yeah all unique camps um there's how many are there like 50 there's quite a few I don't want to count them all. It's got to be at least 30 to 50. And you only play with six. Each player gets three a game. Yeah. You never get more. You don't get less. This is where the replayability is. Yeah. And I I think one time that we've played, I think I've had the same camp. And you're like, oh, just shuffle it in, grab a new one. I was like, I actually like this camp. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good one. But all of the art is unique. There's no duplicates when it comes to the camps. Man, they went hard. Yes. There's even lore. Like if you look at the back of the box, yep. there's lore. So Manny Trumbull, who's also Dice Thrones artist, mm-hmm. or one of Dice Thrones artists is also one of the artists mm-hmm. here. So really, they don't look similar though. I mean, they kind of do. Other than like the theme is very different, but like you can tell the style is kind of similar. I think at least it's very neon punk. It's got a weird grungy futuristic style it's it's really cool if you want to i still don't that's hard to believe that he's also the oh really i feel like i mean it's so different but at the same time like the style of the people and like the way they look and stuff like just feels i mean the coloring scheme and like the theme like the theme of the people are way different than you see but like i just feel like the Maybe because I'm around artists more, I like can tell. <laughs> you married to one. <laughs> I'm married to one, and all of her friends usually are artists also. So like I see them, like, oh, I know who did that. Like I can tell that <laughs> who it is from the artist because I am dealing with it. I'm also like the only person in IT who ever is like, uh, that's not the right brand standards for the PowerPoint. Can you use the right template? And people are like, what? What's a brand standard? I'm like, sorry, I'm married to a designer and a marketer. I know that the, <laughs> I can't even see colors, and I know that's wrong. <laughs> I was trying to see quickly how many so there are 34 camps there are 46 people cards and 20 event cards and I feel like there's two of every person in the event I don't know that for sure but there are definitely there's not more than two but I feel like there's two for each person in each event card so yeah like we said when you open the box there are two decks there's the the camp deck, uh, which is the first deck you're going to interact with. Shuffle it up, uh, deal six cards to each player. That player chooses three of them face down in front of them or on their player mat if they happen to have one. And when both players have chosen their three camps, you flip them up. And the first thing you do is you look at the kind of the bottom left corner for how many cards your starting hand. Yeah, there's a little square with a number, yeah. So they're all different. I mean, it does seem like the better cards have lower starting hand card. It's balanced really yeah. well. Yeah, the ones that aren't super good have you know twos and stuff for your starting hand. So that makes sense. And the so ones you, that are really good have zero. <laughs> yeah. You're like oh, it, it is rough in those ones. And I think the last time we played, I had four of mine that were zeros, and I was like, I want cards, because <laughs> drawing cards. Isn't easy in this game. I feel no. like, so like starting with some is pretty crucial. It's got the dice thrown, yeah. Problem where you only get to draw one. Yeah, but turn. you can still spend the two, like you can in dice thrown, spend the two. It's a lot of resource. But yeah, you only get three in this game. Maybe some extra here and there, but you only get three water each turn, this, so it's hard. Yeah, this game is. The resource in this game is water. Yeah. And there's not a lot of it. Not a lot of it. Which makes sense in the world that we're living in post-apocalyptic and we're fighting each other for our lands. But So you flip them all over. We always, I don't know if you have to, we always read the, like, so the bottom of the card tells you the ability and how much it costs to do that ability for the camp. So we always read them to each other. I think I've only ever played this with you. So (laughs) whenever we play, we just read them so the other person knows there are some really good ones. Yeah, there are some really good ones, and there's some that are, like, okay, and then there's some that are, I feel like I had one last turn. Like, I'm never going to do this ability, but I want the two cards it gives me. That's. I mean, that's usually the balance. I'll look through them, and I'm like, oh, man i really want this card i don't want this card but if i don't take it i'm not gonna have any yep. cards to play I, I don't know what they say i don't, don't think there has been like post about it but like i like to have at least three cards in my starting hand <laughs> less than that is you start to be pretty rough and there has been games i've had one or two and you definitely feel the pain <laughs> of not having cards but it's nice that you get to draw every return you do Even get to go first yeah you do get to draw every return which is cool uh going first is an easy way to decide i guess you just one of those water tokens you flip it you just decide who's gonna flip it if it's the water side up that person who flipped it goes first if it's the line the other person goes first it's kind of a boring way but it is a little boring but this reminds me of every other card game it's better than a random I, I feel like the the evil. I mean it is also random but I feel like it's better than saying randomly pick. Could've and then, like who was the last one in a post apocalyptic? <laughs> <laughs> who was the last one to watch Last of Us on HBO? <laughs> Who's the last one to Mad Max? <laughs> yeah. The they do uh balance it. I haven't decided if it's ba- if that is balanced fail- fairly or not. So the first player does get to draw a card which is good. But they only get one water that first turn. You only, you get 3. You get 3 every, every turn. Every turn you get 3. It doesn't and it doesn't pool. It's it doesn't compile. Yeah, you just go back to 3. It's always 3. But that very first turn for the first player, they only get one. It hurts. It does hurt. I get why they do it. Yeah, cuz if you had 3 in the first turn, you would win. I feel like you would win. Cuz you could mu- Hold There's on. chances that you could do three damage on yes. one turn and, like, you were, like, almost winning. Yeah. So like I get it. One seems a little light. But we haven't tried it with anything else. And I feel like the first person hasn't always won or lost when we've played. We played a couple games today and the first person's lost. <laughs> both times, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, both times they did. But I feel like in the past we've done it that... Yeah generally you win this game to be honest I think I've only beat you like twice I don't remember <laughs> but yeah I don't think it it hasn't always been the person who goes second wins I feel like but going first doesn't seem like an advantage and that one water seems to be a big hurt like I don't know if it could have been like you go first you draw an extra card and one water or like something else could happen maybe but if you happen to draw camps that only have you know zeros or one yeah you get two cards and one water you're like I, there's, okay I guess I've, I'll get my water silo which we haven't talked about yet and like that's the only thing you can do so it's rough to go first in this game I, I feel like yeah it's usually going first there is one case I think going first would be really good some of your so okay, we haven't gotten there yet, but in this game there are a number of actions you can do on your turn. And when we get to the action cards, one of them are called junking. Yeah. Basically, is you can discard a card from your hand to on the very top left of it. Use its symbol for free. Yeah, it's super valuable. It's really good, but you have to discard the card. Yeah. Some of them let you discard, do damage. Yep. If you're going first and you have three or four cards, what if I just discard four cards and deal? four damage. Yeah. Just destroy two of your camps. Yeah. So, I get why it's one because especially some of the, the camps can do damage too. Yep. So... Yeah, because it doesn't cost water to discard a card. Yeah, like this, this camp costs two to do a damage. Yeah, which you wouldn't be able to do on that first turn unless you had a way to generate water. Which there are ways to generate it. Yep, there are cards, there that, are you cards can, that you, you can, can discard for water. And there are some camps that give you water. Yeah. So there, there are ways around it. It just it seems the first player does get a disadvantage. But I, I feel, feel like. like if you did two water, it'd still be too good. Yeah. It's weird there's no balance yeah i don't know what what how i would need to change but it does seem like the second player has a little bit of an advantage on this game which i mean it's fine i mean usually the first player has an advantage it's weird that it's the opposite so it's just i think maybe because it feels so weird that in this game the second player has the advantage which is kind of cool that it's different because like like i said that most other games like going first is better. a better thing to do so it's cool that it's different mm-hmm. but it is it is interesting on the first turn, you don't get to you know replenish your water, but on uh, future turns, you get your three water, and then yep. you get, everyone gets three water from then on out. Like you said, it doesn't stack, so if I don't use them all the fir- first turn, I don't get five the next turn or something like right. that. Kind of like a mana, I guess, like magic. Like Yeah. They don't grow. There's no pool. It just yeah. goes away. You use them, or you don't kind of thing. Uh, the first thing that you do, and technically even on the first turn, is you look at your event row. So on the left-hand side of your player area, you have event cards that you can play. And there's a spot to play them, either one, two, or three. And the event cards tell you where to play them. You have a little bomb symbol with a number. Yeah, and that's where you put them. And then on the beginning of your tur- the start of your turn, any event cards move up one spot some actually I think move two I think I remember seeing one that moved really two. I don't remember seeing one that had two um, and then if it's in the in the one slot in the beginning that action happens at your turn at the start of at the turn. start of your turn the first thing yep. that happens and then you technically draw a card and replenish your water and then you have your actions there are five actions you can do as many as you want you can do them in any order. But yeah, anyway, I guess that's it. <laughs> you can do as I, many as you want in I, any it, order. They're, they're pretty easy to know. They play a card. You can draw a card. Which the draw card costs two water. They don't tell you the costs yeah. on the cheat sheet. Yeah. So like, even the playing the card is not free. Yeah. Every card that you have. Some are free. Some are free. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, in this game, there are two kinds of p- things. Oh, yeah. There. So the other deck is this people deck yep and it's the the thing we say with decks and what's interesting is just like the camps the people are shared yeah there's one deck you both draw from yep and the deck has the people and the event cards in them so you might you're drawing from the same thing and that's the only there's only two things there's events or people yep and the left side of the card has the name of it with a little symbol for the cost of the card in a water everything costs water yeah So, when you play a card, you have to pay that water for that card. Yep. That's it. And you put the water, they tell you to put the water on it. It just helps you know. Helps you remember that 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 turn you played it. Because most of your cards have like a summoning sickness. You can't use its action. Which the action, just like the camps, are on the bottom of the card. Again, have a water value to use the action usually. Some are free. Some cost three or four. Yep. And uh, you just do the action that it says. Yep. Uh, and tab- that's the usability technically yeah. on the actions. So there's play a card, junk a card, which we talked about. is the discarding to get the top left corner I- icon. Using the ability is an action. Drawing a card, which we I guess we talked about that too. That costs two water to draw a card. Yep, you can always do that. And then there's also a take a water silo. Which is one water. Yep. And you get that card, and you, there's a car that is off the side of your play area, and you get that in your hand. And whenever you choose to, you can discard it and get that water. You can do that the same. You can yep. get it keep and keep that card. You can get it and discard it the same turn. Technically, which should be weird, but okay. <laughs> Usually you save it. Yeah. Because there are it. some cards that take four water. Yeah, I think four I think four is the most. Yeah. I which is think. enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure. I don't I wouldn't want any more. A one, five would be like I think one turn I spent five water. Yeah. But on multiple things. It wasn't on one thing. Yeah, by using the three you have, a silo and junking a card yeah. that gives you water. Because all the cards that junk could be anything. Yeah. The, and that same player aid has the what is it seven different item like icons yeah on the back and it they really do tell you what they are what they do and then there's even more detail in the little rule book That's it's actually really cool that they did it this way they have a camps faq a general faq and a people faq that's really cool and so like it talks about if there's a camp like the arcade was the one that we had earlier today and it says punks are people too yeah by just the faq doesn't make any sense but in that one if you had zero or one people you could get a punk for free yeah so that that's all the pieces yeah and the game plays in three columns and the three columns are where your camps are yeah like and you camp can rows and stuff and the in these camp columns <laughs> they're not rows oh yeah rows you can have way. two rows of people yep so it ends up being in a total a two by six grid, three by three by three grid, sorry. three by three grid, yep. yeah, three by three total. Grid. And you always play the person or the punk the at the front. lowest at the yeah the top of the thing. But then if there was already a person or a punk there, you can rearrange that column. Yeah. Uh, so you can if you play someone But Not new, rows. Yes, not the row. Uh, but you play someone new, it technically goes in the very first available spot, but you can flip it around when you first play it. You can't flip it around later. And the way to beat win the game is you damage the opponent's camps. Yep. Once all their camps have been destroyed, which every, everything in this game is to held. Except the punks. Only have one. They have one. Okay. I like it. <laughs> Anything that... Any actual cards have the, two health. The punks are like tokens in Magic: The Gathering. They're just yeah. kind of like they're they can be super helpful. Um, so it's kind of a cool concept. So the deck that we're drawing from has like their picture of like what they are referring to as the punk is the back of it yeah. and you just put you draw the top card and you put it in that area a free person face down to a block to, it's a blocker yeah it's a blocker. it doesn't i mean some cards you had some like if you have two or more punks do something yeah there there are there the what and we'll get into this in a minute when we talk about like synergies They do a good job of having enough random synergy that you can find your own strategy while you're playing with the cards you have. And I love that part. And if the punk dies, he just goes to the top of the deck. You don't look at it. The next person's going to draw it. But if it gets returned to your hand, you just get that player. It's not a punk in your hand. It's whatever that other side of the card is. So that's kind of cool. And you, I mean, the blockers, so... What happens is, like you said, you you have to damage the camps twice. You yep. destroy them, and that's how you win. There's three camps, but you, most of the cards you have to block. You you hit the first card in the yeah. You column. Hit the first card in the column. some cards let you pick other ways around that, but it's rare. Most of them you hit the first yep. card. So if there's a punk there, he would take the damage and die, and your camp stays alive and doesn't get hurt. So that's how you would like technically block. And this, and this game is all about that. Yeah. It's just that. It's just taking damage and dealing damage. It isn't. I don't think I've said this yet. It's interesting that blocking isn't an option. Like it's not a choice. Yeah. Most games you can choose. Like, well, that, that takes place in why this game is so fast. It's like yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah, I think they I think they even say twenty or thirty. Um, I think thirty just if you like reading each card because you're just trying to figure it out. It's not very long. Yeah, it's very quick to set up and play. Yeah, we played two games in less than an hour this morning for sure. And one was uh, making sure <laughs> the rules because we played wrong before. Yeah, we yeah just I think like most games we done a few things incorrectly as we play it and you learn as you play it and then most of it has to do with the event yeah and make sure you read the card (laughs) reading is usually important like we always say read the card yeah and for us it's been it's been a little while since we played it we played it a handful of times when when I first got it, um, and then it's, it's hard because this is like I said, it's a two-player only game. Yeah. So we we'll play with groups quite a bit. We generally have three people, <laughs> so like this game is out of the question unless someone wants to watch or whatever. So we don't play it all that often. But when when it's just two people, it's a solid two-person game. I do wish oh. it was playable with more, but I don't know. I feel like the scale wouldn't work well. It for it's simple. I mean, to learn how to play it would probably take you maybe two to three minutes. Yeah. It's really easy to get, especially if you've played card games before. It uses similar mechanics. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Summoning sickness. When it's damaged, it's tapped. All the common stuff like that. But where the game's complexity comes into place is definitely in the abilities. Yeah. Events and the timing and the cards, all most... Actually, all people have effects. Yeah, I'm pretty I think, sure. Yeah, yeah, I think they all have at least one. Either they some people in, have two. Yeah, some come into play and do something. Yeah, some when you uh, pay water, you do something. Yep, and that's that's the important part about reading. Some say say when you play this, do something, and that's actually how I won the last game. I didn't read. <laughs> I luckily I had a card. I drew it. I didn't have it. I my top deck, and it said heal. One card and the only card I had damage was a camp, so I played it, healed it, and then you couldn't do enough for damage, you only could do three. So I ended up winning the next turn. Yep, but it just goes back and forth. Yeah, it's all about managing your water, your cards in hand, which again, if you run out, it's kind of hurt. Yeah, that I thought for sure, like, I knew I was getting close to winning that game, but I used every card in my hand the turn before. And I wiped the board. (laughs) And I was like, well, like, I have one damage camp. You have one damage camp. And that's all we had left. But I was like, I'm just, I have to draw something to see what I, and you had a hand. Yeah. I didn't know what it was, obviously. I just got super lucky with that card. I mean, really anything would have, as long as it was a person, I would have been able to at least stop damage, add two damage in front of me, but you would have had three. You would have still won. Like, I, didn't, I didn't have three. Remember, I messed up. Oh yeah, counting was hard. And reading, too. reading, and counting. counting? Yeah. <laughs> both. Make sure to do both those. Yeah. Things. Uh, but yeah, so it, I would have probably been up. But I didn't have a way to, I my event was what was doing damage, so I didn't have to worry about damage. I just had to survive. <laughs> Being that this game is pretty short, and how many cards you get for the people, and for the camps we played this several times and i'm still finding new cards i've never seen before yeah i like that yeah definitely new like we said before new camps for sure and even the people that this last game we played we both played someone that we had not seen or at least haven't played before it was good and it's kind of cool with the whole punk thing because like you put them down like i think there's about two of every people of every person I think so But when you put it down You don't know what that person was Like it could have been A really good card that you wanted Now he's a punk with one damage And doesn't really do anything But you don't get to choose that So you kickstarted this Right? No I did not How did you get the super deluxe? The ultra mega I bought it on their website Oh really? (laughs) Yeah Is this still available? Yeah, Super Deluxe is available. Okay. Retail is sold out. Deluxe was That's sold out was. for a while. That's what it was. But now Deluxe and Super Deluxe are both back in stock. Cause I, I've seen the base game. Mm. I remember now. You wanted this, and no one had it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so I don't know if I looked it up after playing Dice Throne a few times and like liking it. And then, like, oh, seeing... we played this before Dice Throne. Did we really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't remember the timing. But yeah, it's a Roxley game, but I remember seeing, I think I saw it online. I was like, this game looks really cool. No, we saw it once at a local game store. Remember? Did we see it somewhere? You saw it. You took a picture of it, and then it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had one copy. And then I tried to find it in the store, and like no one could order it. No one could order it. All the retail stuff was sold out. Which I'm glad, I, I mean, I'm glad because I got the Super Deluxe, which isn't a whole lot more, and you get the mats and everything. I think the mats are sweet. The mats are really cool. I mean, the whole thing is cool. I mean, with the, the, better, the better tokens. We played it once in, in a store. With the cardboard. With ones. the cardboard water tokens. Okay. And, I mean, it's fine, but these ones are way cooler. <laughs> so, I mean... For the price difference, if you were looking at this game, I would just get the Super Ultra Mega Deluxe one. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I mean, I don't know how much the retail is supposed to cost because it doesn't let you click on it. But the Deluxe is 40 and the Super Deluxe is 60 You get two play mats. You get two play mats, which is, is the, the difference for sure. And you get the upgraded like, piece. That's $10 a play mat? But that's a s- good deal. Yeah, 60 bucks for a two-person game is up there. I mean, that's a, that's a full board game. But this is only playable too. So, you that is kind of the downfall of it. If the retail version, I, I'm guessing the retail is probably 30, which is in line for more of what I would expect a two player only game 20 to 30. Maybe. 20 to 30. Um, it's hard to say. But yeah, 60 for a two player only game is rough if you don't have two player only all the time. Yeah. But it's a $60 game that sits unfortunately on my shelf more than I would like it to because either we have more than two people or the two people don't want to play this. <laughs> yeah. Well the pro- the reason why we haven't played it for so long is simply again like you said people. Yeah. But it's also the overabundance of games. <laughs> it is definitely the problem we have and we get into kicks of wanting to play the same one but then several times and then the other ones go unplayed. <laughs> yeah. And, like, we've been trying to figure out a way to play Dinosaur World again after playing that. And we're like, we just want to play it again. It was so much fun. But it's, like, a two-hour game. That one's hard because of the length. It's long and hard. Man, it's crazy. (laughs) Um, That game takes a long time. And it's difficult. Yeah. So, like, you can't just sit down and play it with, you know, any three people. You You have to be committed. So like that we'll game doesn't see moment. the shelf often for that same reason, but it's so good. It's so good. But when you're done too, you're kind of like, I don't want to really want to play another because <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of brain power. It does, but not like this game. Yeah, this, this, this is a is great starter. Very simple, very quick. Yeah, this is a great game if like if you're waiting for that third or the fourth people to show up, Plus and like help. two of you are here and you're just waiting. Like awesome game for that. Super quick. And even if they show up, like it's gonna probably be done within a few minutes after they show. If people start showing up, so. I have one gripe with this game. What is it? Why isn't there more? Yeah. Why isn't there an expansion? They said they're not doing it, right? They're not gonna go further. They don't. Yeah, they're. Originally, they were saying they had no plans to do anything more for it. But then, like, I was reading it this morning and it's like with so much to explore radlands gives an experience of a huge expandable card game it's like maybe maybe they're thinking maybe they're thinking about it now because like you could easily do new punk new people new New, events new new camps that's it and be totally fine you could I mean, Dice Throne did it. They found a way to do a three-player and a four-player with teams. You could do three-player, King King of the Hill style. You get, you know, draw a card or something if you attack the leader. Dice Throne did it. They Dice Throne was a, I mean, Dice was never two-player only, but they 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 have options for multiplayer. Yeah, they're Dice Throne was definitely a two-player game, like the majority of it was a two-player game, and then they were able to find ways to do it. I, so I'm hoping. I still am hoping. And actually, I told you this morning, I was on the, the Rocksteady yeah. website. <laughs> and like, I was clicking Game Shop, and I saw... Hazmat. Radlands Hazmat. I'm like, yes! Expansion! But it's just the mat, which just I the, already have. So I was like, oh, I don't... And they're $25 yeah. for the pair. Oh, my gosh. So you, you save money. Yeah. They're nice playmats. But it, yeah, they're... for 25 bucks, you don't get the big box that holds them. And the you just get the play yeah. mats so you have to find the, the, the typical struggle of play mats is where do I put them? <laughs> it's nice that they fit in this box yeah, with so the other the super deluxe comes with the box that fits both boxes I was kind of bummed at first that the super deluxe just had the retail box like in it it's kind of nice but then take that with it's been nice now that I've taken been able to take it with me because I was like, oh I don't need to bring the play mats with me because I'm you know we don't space. I'm trying to save up space or whatever and I can just bring that so it's nice that it's not just loose cards so i, I but yeah, i've changed my mind now that i've like traveled with it a few times Well not even travel like take it to a board game store and play it with people because so i don't have to bring the big box i can just bring the standalone stuff i do recommend the playmats. i think the playmats are really nice they help with the layout i mean it's a pretty simple layout it just helps with spots but it helps with the spots it helps definitely with the events and like oh, yeah. where to put them and which one was one or two if you like aren't You can track, yeah. So, I very helpful, really nice quality, yeah. Great, I mean, everything in this is super nice quality. So, oh man, it's rare that you find like full art in the box, yeah. Mm -hmm. Every card is detailed, like that just seems so much like Dice Stone Okay, I can see it in that picture. There you go, in that, yeah. The one picture of a Morton Joe (laughs) from (laughs) that's the cult leader, it looks like a Morton Joe. cult leader is really good <laughs> they're all there's no bad cards that's yeah. what makes the game so fun the qual i mean quality you really do get what you pay for i i can't argue i know it's only two player which kind of makes it hard but yeah for quality this might be one of the most quality games yeah i feel like I've the seen. quality i i remember when i first started actually yeah we did play this first and then we played yep. dice on like this is the same people like I hope Dice Loans cards feel this nice in the future, and they haven't yet. Okay, no, even the new ones. <laughs> yeah, like all the Marvel the ones. Art's got better. The art, but... yeah, it's gotten better. It's cleaned up. It looks nicer, but it's not this yet. And I don't know how much this mm-hmm. costs to make. Apparently, not that much. I mean, sixty bucks for a game with a hundred cards in it. I guess. But, like, I would pay extra for this in Dice Throne. You don't even need sleeves. They feel so good. They don't scratch. They don't dent. They're so great. So nice. (laughs) It's weird that there are two sets of six water. There's the white and blue and the black and blue water tokens. Yeah. It's weird that one player is not black and one player is not the white tokens like it just seems weird that each player gets three, three whites and then the, the black ones are all the extra water tokens the ones you generate the ones that you generate the water silas That's weird that like the colors but they don't really matter <laughs> I, I guess that helps you know you have to discard them yeah I guess the water the, yeah you only get well You, I don't think it's limited so like if I generated more than three extra like you just right but you, just you only ever start ones. with threes so yeah I don't know can just remember, like, all oh, my white ones go away after one turn. It doesn't really matter. I just think it's weird that their colors and their colors don't super matter. But, yeah, if they came out with a multiple player, like a three or four player, I don't want this more than four. Like, No, 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 no. This, I like this yeah. game for its quickness and yep. simplicity. But, like, a team of two each playing against another team would totally be fine or maybe even a free-for-all king of the hill style like dice throne I would buy that expansion very quickly I'd be okay with an expansion just more cards yeah more people I would buy quickly I think camps I would kind of hold off to at first just because we haven't seen so many of them it, even I if we've you seen you only play with 3 yeah you play like with 30. 3 out of 30 like that replayability is already so great like but if they had a separate is. camp only expansion right now I, I mean, I probably would still get it, but I wouldn't want the other two more. <laughs> and all of most of the abilities on the cards are only playable once per turn. So, like, once you have a person in play, and he's not doesn't have something like this, it's last turn you played him or whatever. Like the cult leader is zero water, destroy one of my people, and then damage one of yours. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Multiple times on my turn, yeah, even knows. if I can pay for it, it's a one-time type of thing. Unless you have a card that mimics—I know there's a mimic card—or yeah, this there's game, other cards that you don't don't want to tap in this game. Yeah, tapping is being damaged. Yep, you Everything use the water too- icon, the tokens as like that. You use them, the ability that they're ready or not ready. is what they refer to them as. Yeah, basically, is it exhausted or is it in quotes tapped? But card is only ready if you haven't played it. If you play a card, you use the ability, if it's damaged, it's not yeah. ready. Yeah, damaged <laughs> people aren't ready either. So once they take a damage, they're just blockers at that point. Different camps. Camps you can still use their ability once they're damaged. Which is nice. So you can I mean technically most of them hopefully you get to use at least twice. <laughs> yeah. Some hurt themselves. Yeah. Like I do something to do damage, damage it and do something. So that one, you, and then that one even said you can't heal this card. So you can only yeah. do it twice. But it's a really good. Card. It's really good. I never actually really got. I, one time I used it, but then you sent I, everyone back to my hand, yeah. so it didn't really matter. Because I, I, every time you get that one, I'm like, oh, I have to, I have to hit it harder, fast. What's nice about this game is there's really no strategy. You just play with what you get. Yeah. And you just try to do the best you can. Yeah, cause there's no like set collection or anything like nope. that. It's just play cards. Play cards. All play. Deal six damage, yep. hopefully. Um, hopefully, at least. <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like yeah, and a lot of the cards like you mentioned earlier, they kind of have like some synergies together, but they don't like you don't have to like I had one that said you know damage all unprotected people, so that's gonna be the top person in each column gets hurt, and then another card that said destroy destroy all damaged people so once they're hurt i could just you know clear out three like, or, oh my gosh i gotta destroy them. or more because that one is all damaged so if the back people were damaged also i could technically you know clear out all six with that so like those kind of like synergized well but like even just damaging all your people is super good yeah it's even if i don't sense. have that other card and same with the destroy. It's like if they're already hurt, getting them off the board is good too. So. Or even like the cult leader, which said you can. Uh, destroy one of your things to damage. Yeah. Well, if you just make a punk, which yep. is like the freebie token with another card, or camps often do it. Yep. You just destroy that. Yeah, just wipe it, wipe out a punk, and get rid of it. The one thing is you can't do is once you play a card. You can't use this ability. Well, you can't decide to get rid of it to play something else. Oh, yeah. like if you have it's two so. in that column already, like it's it's there until it's destroyed. Yep. You can't just, just you can't then destroy it. I mean that's why there's like some strategy, but really it's just making sure you read your cards. Yeah. Play with what you got and just do the best you can. Uh, but that's what makes it so fun. There's really no right or wrong way to play. Uh, sometimes I get all events And I'm like okay I'm just gonna use events yeah. <laughs> And sometimes I get none Like last game you had none Yeah really. I, well, I had some But like I, I never had So like the raiders Like the water silo Each player has the water silo Which is a gain of extra water And the raider card it's a special. Which is special like event that you get over. It once you use it, it just goes back to your player mat and you can activate it as again. As long as you have the special resource for it. Yeah, so one of the card types, you know, is like that flaming wheel, which actually looks a lot like Skate Summers. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it would be really weird. Uh, but that flaming wheel is like the the event mm-hmm. card. Yeah. And what that can do is it plays or advances the Raider card. Up the track, yeah. Up the track. So the Raider comes in, I think, at two. Comes in at two. And you and can so move it up. You could technically discard and move it up. I feel like I don't know if I've ever discarded to move up. I feel like playing it is more important. So I don't know if I... I guess if I need to do damage to one of your camps, like I, maybe I would discard it. I've never had to. I don't think I've ever needed that. I'd rather have it go back into play. But I, I, I agree. I never really moved it up. Yeah. And hit. that's one that's one of the things that we did wrong. Cuz it's called the raid is like the name of that icon. So I think we moved up all of our events when Not we did just the raid that one says play or advance your raiders. Okay. <laughs> so we we did it once where we were just moving it up all yeah, all, all three we them moved up and would activate because there was no other spot and that was that was super good. The event cards I feel like are a good way to most of them do damage to camps. Which is nice, or it, like, draws you a lot of cards, which is cool. Yeah. But Yeah, for the most part. And, like, most of the people are doing damage to people fairly easily. Yeah, what's nice and is then they do injure. Yeah. Which is only people. Yep. Unprotected people. There isn't just, like, a base attack. Like, a lot of games, like... Yeah, they don't have attacks. Yeah, there's, some like... Some people don't do any damage. You're like, oh, this card does five damage if I pay its water, or I can, you know, use one damage instead or something. Like, obviously, five wouldn't be okay in this game, but Holy other games. Crap. have you seen this card? One water, destroy <laughs> any camp. Four. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a big... That's a, that's a hitter. <laughs> I was just looking at some of the cards. More things I've never seen before. <laughs> one water too. Yeah, I know. Imagine if you had the mimic in that. Destroyed people are discarded, camps are flipped. Yeah, so that that just straight up destroys a camp. For one or well, four water to play it and then one water. It's a big investment, you have to wait. Yeah. But if you had that card that said you can use an ability, that camp that said you can use an ability of a guy you played. Yeah, you had to have to five water that to be able to I, do it. I mean Play, you could. Play. I played five water last game, but I don't know. That's that's another thing. It's just I mean, that's the with those like a four is what you really want to do is you want to play it on another one, another column that has a person, so you can put him behind. Him yes, keep, keep him safe. Keep him as protected as possible, because then every turn after that, one of your water goes to destroying your camp, and then in three turns you win. <laughs> but that's what makes it so fun yeah is there's just so many things you could do yeah and then with no base attack like in the last game i was like well none of my people can hurt your one only camp that you have left so i'm gonna have to just sit and wait luckily i had the event in play that did it but none of my people had damage abilities so i was like it's kind of a bummer <laughs> but that's another balancing feature that you can't just play a person and then hit your the other person for one damage or whatever. So, as, as we move on into our ratings of this game, I am conflicted. Because it is a two player game and you own it, <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, most of our friends that we play games with usually only play when we both are playing yeah they don't really i've played with them before but usually it's when we all get together well usually we're the ones driving the the, the interaction (laughs) but when we play games a lot together yeah which often means two-player games sometimes actually most of our two-player (laughs) games are only with us yeah we don't play a lot of two, like, we play, like, we've been playing, like, Here to Slay and, like, yeah other games that are playable with three and three, four, but, only, but are still good with two. I'm talking about, like, some tabletop yeah. games, like Crisis Protocol. Yep. However, because of that, I'm conflicted of, I think that you should buy this game. I think someone in your group should have it. Yeah. Someone that, if you, are, if you and a friend are playing games consistently, I recommend this. Yeah. I think this is on the shelf. This is... Might be the best two-player only game I've played. Yeah, it's pretty. It's really good. But yeah, it's limited. It's not by... like a trading card game. Yeah, it's just a. It? That's not a living card game. What is it? Uh, just mean, a, just a card game. Board game. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a card game, isn't it's, it? Uh, it's nothing. Just a card game anymore. <laughs> card game, fighting, and science fiction are the categories. It's just a card game. Two-player fighting game. I don't know. But this, I, I agree. Yeah, there's no board. There's no boosters. or. I, I'm conflicted because since you own it, I kind of want to say let a friend buy it. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's in that mix. Yeah. If your friend has it, let him have it. You don't need to have both copies because then you yeah. really can't, you can't use them both. I, guess yeah, that's could, I mean that's where the in the closet or the basement kind of comes into play on our rating system it's situational or themed yeah so like yeah I agree I think someone in if you have the ability if you have the chances to play two player games like I think someone in the group should probably have this game in your, yeah, if you're playing games with a friend consistently this is a great yeah. game easy buy and I mean if you want like the $20 or $30 retail version of it It's so great. Maybe maybe that is on an on the shelf because like for twenty or thirty bucks it's a solid game. It's hard you know for sixty to make it on the shelf because it's so limited. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of agree. It's like that situational in the closet, in the basement, or on the shelf type of game for me. It sucks because just a couple tweaks and this would be like a instant buy yeah if, if they, they make it three or four player, if they make this playable of three players oh that's a that's like a it's upgrade. it's a must own maybe even a leave it on the table because it plays so well it just is so limited to how you can play it so yeah. it's like it's it's a hard one but Roxley is making good stuff and <laughs> Quality. That's I'm the really hoping that they the water. have decided to, you know, do something. I mean, it kickstarted super quickly. It's also very recent. It is very new. And I can see them, you know, in the beginning, people are hesitant to buy game, get into card games that, like, I'm just going to get into boosters and, like, ah, I don't know if I want. This also is a post-apocalyptic game that <laughs> came out during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but did really well on But did very well. <laughs> so it's like but it probably hurt their chances who knows maybe they had more plans but because of the difficulties i i don't know i would love it if they made something else yeah i yeah i would too. i would absolutely love if they did more but i I was saying like i think it makes sense that in the beginning they're saying this is a standalone like card game because i feel like there's so many out there and we just talked about another new one today there's so many card games out there. Like, do I want to get into another living or trading card game? Like, I already have, I already have four that we're playing. Like, do I want a fifth one or something? What's four. I just like, if you have more than one, oh, there's yeah. like, there's so like, we want to play the Lord of the Rings game, but like, we already have the I, Marvel one. I, and, I have the Marvel one, and mm. keeping up with that living card game's enough. Yeah, and so it's like, if this was advertised as a living card game, I don't think as many people would have went into it. I agree Because it's like "Eh, It's a cool theme The art looks cool I don't need another Living card game right now It's the reason why I own The Arkham Horror Living card game Base And a couple of the expansions Never played it Because I just The Marvel Keeps up too much of my time That's that's why we're gonna Let our friend Do the Lord of the Rings (laughs) Which you probably Never will (laughs) He has like like An old version of it Which apparently Is the same Just Just Different art Or whatever Who knows yeah, the game also does tell you like what three camps to use for like the, the first few times you play. Eh, I don't think we did it the first time, but we didn't do it in, after any of that. But like we both are pretty familiar with card games, so like c- the camps aren't the most confusing part usually. But that does help because if you played this game the first time and you literally drew zero cards That's the hard part like you'd be like, Okay, I'm not having fun. <laughs> so I like guess. it makes I think it gives it a, each player like a fair amount of cards and the the camps are fairly easy to understand the and the synergies work well with the camps. So it does have like a tutorial mode that you can play, but only did that one time and then we didn't do it after that i it again this is a difficult one i i highly recommend it but again it's situational beautiful game fantastic quality fun gameplay yeah it's just limited by two people yeah the limited by two people is the big one because like i know we've talked about it with like here to slay like you like you enjoy that game i think you might enjoy that more than this but it's, it's easier to play because you can play with four people. Yeah. Not that we have often. Can you play with more than four? I don't know if you'd want to. I don't think you can. I think it's four. Okay. Maybe it, maybe with the other classes, Who knows? you can play with more, but I think it's only four. I feel like they'd be long. But yeah, that just has the ability to be able to play with three people, which gives that chance to be on the table so much more often. But at the same time, I like that It's a two-player, like, game. Yeah, PVC-based stock, which the cards can be bent end-to-end and and water-and-spill-proof. That's why. Can be shuffled using any technique you enjoy with. I uh, like using sleeves. Yeah, the cards are awesome. Well, I mean, that's all I got really to talk about—just how amazing the cards are. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like the best part of the game. Yeah. You can find our page on Instagram at instagram. Com/whereistherulebook, or email us at dot at com. And don't forget to like and subscribe on however you're listening to us today. Give us any sort of ranking, any words in their help. But I have a good question. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's your question? So my question for this podcast is, if you had a post-apocalyptic name, what would it be? Or tell us what you had for lunch or dinner. I don't care. Joe doesn't care. We're going to look at him. We're going to laugh. But if you put something in there, it helps us in the rankings so other people find us. Uh, And like I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, this episode and all of Season 2 will be sponsored by lantern games a local game store in traverse city michigan they do have an amazing website they do ship uh for lantern.games is their website which is super cool it's not a dot com i think it's really cool it's a dot games also from their website or if you go into the store if you use the discount code rulebook you will receive 10% off, and that includes online purchases or like I said, in-store purchases. So you can check out their website, you can uh, get a game sent to you or some magic cards or whatever else you might be looking for. And you get to save 10% by using the discount code Rulebook. Uh, But I think all these games that we've talked about, all the games that we're going to talk about are owned by either Joe or myself, or in many cases, both of us. Uh, So they're not sponsored game reviews or anything. And last but not least, huge shout out to John Ransom for making our theme song. And if you liked our theme song as much as we both do, check out Jack Pine uh, for more music with John is slapping bass for them. Um, And check out their newest album, Embers, on Spotify streaming today. Thanks for playing.